You're the big man, I think. Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to the podcast. It is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Right, so yesterday I got the podcast up late. Sorry about that. And it was super lengthy. Uh, but I urge you to check it out. Uh, there was a segment there from with Mike Turner, uh, Rhino Mike Turner, who's the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, talking to Maggie Brennan about the crimes that Joe Biden committed uh, with the documents and that he should be indicted. And we're going to go over that here because the, the Hill also agrees. The publication The Hill also agrees. So we'll talk about that. Well, I don't want to delve into the Israel-Hamas conflict, but I have to. In the context of World War III and why the powers that be, the establishment, the World Economic Forum, the global elite, whatever you want to call them, are itching to cause a global conflagration. Is it to have Biden come in as the savior and broker a peace deal? To rescue the neoliberal postmodern left from a worldwide rejection? Or is it to cover for a fight financial meltdown well they can blame that on AI but this conflict was definitely engineered and we're going to talk about that in context we're not going to talk about like a lot of other alternative media is talking about oh look what's happening in Gaza or look what Hamas did or this that I mean this is a stupid uh, dialectic argument that the the stances on each side have been prearranged. So we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about why, first of all, what that means, what the conflict means as a whole, why it's happening now, because timing is always suspect for anything that's, that's caused, because there is a causality to all things. So let's get into it. So first, we're going to start with the BBC, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. The mainstream media is pushing forth propaganda on both sides, causing cognitive dissonance because people don't know what to believe. You're even having Fox News. Even Gutfeld last night was coming down on the side of Israel. And I'm not taking sides in this. I don't believe. I abhor violence. Um, And I know why people want to commit violence because they are fanatic in their ideas. And that's extremism you know if you're all the way you can't talk it out anymore and you want to hurt somebody that's considered an extremist speaking of which and so people are coming down on all sides of the argument and put and all because of the media because if they weren't watching tv or if they didn't know what was going on thousands of miles away they wouldn't uh you know start acting especially activists But here I'm going to report from BBC News. This happened in Illinois. A landlord charged with hate crimes after Muslim boy killed in Illinois. So what happened is Joseph uh, Zuba 
71 is accused of killing Wadia Al-Fayyum and seriously wounding his mother in Plainfield, Illinois. The uh, landlord allegedly targeted the pair who were his tenants because they're of their religion and ongoing conflict between Hamas and Israel. Uh, and it really wasn't because of their religion. Um, there is no evidence of that. Um, it was just the very fact that um, they were Palestinian. So it wasn't really their religion, the fact that they were Muslim, as much as it was that they were Palestinian. Now, the Palestinians who are Muslim and the Hamas is Muslim and the people living in Gaza are mostly Muslim. There is a uh, religious conflict going on between them and the Jewish settlers and what have you. But this isn't, you know, I don't think Joseph Zuba uh, is Jewish. I'm not really sure. But in any case, he's, he killed people because of what he saw on the news. Also, uh, reported in the Associated Press, gunman kills two Swedes in Brussels, prompting terror alert and halt of Belgium-Sweden soccer match. Now, we know also of the knife killing in France, I believe it was in Paris, uh, of a teacher by a guy using a knife uh, screaming Allah Akbar. So that is related to the tensions in the Middle East because Hamas asked for a a worldwide jihad. And so now you have in Brussels, uh, a gunman kills two Swedes prompting terror alert and the halt of the Belgian-Sweden soccer match. Well, that is incidental. Uh, the Independent also reports Brussels shooting two Swedes shot dead as Belgian police uh, probe attack. Now, I'm not sure because I don't think the AP reports a possible terror terrorist motivation for the shooting Claiming responsibility was posted on social media. The person claims to be inspired by Islamic State. So they talk about, but they don't talk about it in terms, they said it's terrorism, but they don't talk of it in terms of Islamic terrorism. All they said, it's terrorist, and then they say, oh, they attribute uh, their motivation to the Islamic State. Um, that's reaching around the truth. It's Islamic terrorism inspired by the conflict that is happening in the Middle East and in the Middle East and um, a, 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 an event that was caused by a, a LIHOP, a, a, an event that was allowed to happen on purpose. Um, it's just very disturbing. So this, uh, the event in the Middle East was contrived. Unwitting participants perhaps were the people in Hamas, but the fact is, is that Israel allowed it to happen. So, and as I stated earlier, the global left, particularly Democrats in the United States, support and sometimes inspire and sometimes lend aid to and organize in some cases in a roundabout way through funding and what have you, Islamic terrorism. Now, there has been a, uh, 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 a switch in the leader in the reigning monarchy of Saudi Arabia, which has dampened global Islamic terrorism to some extent. And that coup happened under Trump. And Adnan Khashoggi was part of that. And, and, and people really haven't wrapped their heads around it. But 
the the present um the present ruler of Saudi Arabia has put a lid on the Wahhabist fanaticism that sponsors Islamic terrorism around the globe. So let, let's get into some more news here. The Wall Street Journal is reporting how the Israel-Hamas war is tilting the global power balance in favor of Russia-China. Now we're getting into World War III territory. Moscow and Beijing seek to ride the wave of solidarity with Palestinians while taking advantage of American distraction. As I said before, it is, now Russia isn't communist and they're not socialist, but they're siding with a socialist thread throughout the globe and in America supporting Palestinian statehood, which has been going on for some time, which this conflict enhances the wedge issue or the argument of Palestinian statehood or the existence of Israel, however you want to get into it. This is from Axios. uh, In claiming neutrality, China picks a side in the Israel-Hamas war. And the Associated Press is reporting uh, Putin begins visit in China, underscoring ties amid amid Ukraine war and Israel-Palestinian conflict. Again, they're meeting to uh, to shore up BRICS as a economic alliance, but also more as an uh, a military alliance, uh, particularly once they get Iran in the fold. It's going to be. Russia, Iran, and China as the power block against the West. And this is, this is what's um, framing up World War III. It's, it's a global conflict which is emerging and people can't seem to see it because they're only concentrating on the dead bodies in Gaza and the dead bodies in Israel. They're not looking at the big picture, at least most aren't looking at the big picture of exactly what is taking shape as, and is anybody trying to stop this? No, they're not trying to stop this whatsoever. They're just having you distracted about what's going on in the Middle East, and this wedge issue is making people take sides, which forms the dividing line in a global conflict. And this could be looked at from religious types as Armageddon because it is starting in the Holy Land. And what the left, or I can't even say the left, what the Illuminati or the uh, global elite occultists want to do is mimic the Bible so they can get everybody on board. And so they want to start Armageddon. They want to start World War III, which is their culmination before the new world order is instituted, which is also in a biblical prophecy, Uh, particularly in the book of Revelations, but they want to have it start in the Middle East. So don't never forget that this was orchestrated, this whole beginning, because in six months from now, people aren't going to be arguing about how it began and that how Israel had a stand down. Barron's reports, Iran warns a preemptive action against Israel. So Israel has uh, put the brakes on their invasion of Gaza Uh, uh, some pundits are saying because of warnings from the U.S. Now, President Biden was supposed to go to Israel, but then he added stops in Arab countries because if he just visited Israel, that would open up uh, the United States to terrorist attack. 
or, or Americans up to terrorist attack. Also, because you could see they're moving carrier groups um, into the Mediterranean and into the Red Sea to be on Israel's side. Now, this is to, this is inflaming tensions, particularly with Arab states, because you don't need aircraft carriers to uh, police uh, Hamas. They're not needed there. They're needed to keep the other Arab nations out of the war. Now, Iran warned Monday of a possible preemptive action against Israel in the coming hours as Israel readies for a ground offensive in the Gaza Strip. Now, that is indeed the case. Uh, Tehran has repeatedly warned about a ground invasion. The long blockaded Gaza would be met with a response on other fronts, prompting fears of a wider conflict that to draw in other countries. That's World War III. The Daily Beast reports Israel-Hamas conflict spills over in newsroom shouting matches. Now, this is apparently from the Hill's... Um, uh, on uh, online, it's not really on TV, online morning show Rising has drawn fire from staffers of the Beltway political outlet for what some describe as pro-Hamas or fringe commentary. During recent broadcasts, she has gotten into extremely heated, the host, at times profane arguments with libertarian co-host Randy Suave over Suave's belief that the American left, namely Black Lives Matter and Democratic Socialists of America, is backing Hamas, which is true. We've seen the lines been drawn, and we're going to get into that in just a second. Washington Post reports Democrats' unity starts cracking on Israel-Gaza conflict, and you see that in the newsrooms, and you see that on campuses everywhere, because the problem is, is the Jewish left, um, you know, is is a big part of the of the American left, and now they're at bitter odds with other people on the left uh, that support Palestinian statehood and support Hamas. Now, this is from BBC News, Israel and Gaza on campus, tumult at U.S. colleges as two sides dig in. Now, you're having protests on uh, campuses. Here's this article by Kayla Epstein. A I wonder what, she, what side she's on. A debate over the war in, between Israel and Hamas, and it's not really a war, but people are calling it a war so it could start World War III, is raging on U.S. college campuses and social media age that demands people pick a side and not just that, but uh, the media is making you pick a side. On divisive issues, is there space for young Americans to talk to each other? Hundreds of students gathered at a main quad at Columbia, which if you know anything in Columbia, it is the heart of the Illuminati. And I don't want to get all into that. That was digressed, but you have to know what Columbia means. It's not for Christopher Columbus. In New York City last week to engage in dueling protests in support of Israel and the Palestinian people and to condemn the loss of life. Pro-Israeli protesters, most of whom are Jewish, draped themselves in white and blue Israeli flags. For much of the event, they remained silent, letting signs with photos of the victims uh, of Hamas's deadly attack speak for them. Across the square, the students that supported Palestinian waved signs of free Palestine and the occupation, on and on and on. It's just... The problem is, is people don't know how to engage in communication, first of all, but they don't know how to disseminate information that they take in. It's just like the guy that killed the Palestinian tenants of his because he saw shit on TV. You can't go by what you watch on TV and then you get online and everybody likes 
you know, everybody likes a good argument, but the fact is, is like you're all being duped. It's a dialectic and what they're doing is they're pitting you against each other. So if you take a side, you're wrong. So it doesn't matter what side you're taking, you're wrong because what you are, you are the conflict. And so this is a global conflict with people picking sides is where are the protesters coming in and say, don't pick a side. That's where I am. I'm protesting this whole thing and telling people don't pick a side. And people are gonna come at me and go, oh, you know, look what happened. And I go, yeah, things are organized all the time, uh, killings and attacks and all sorts of different things. And then the propaganda comes out and, and sells you an image of whatever. Um, it doesn't concern you for the most part, unless you live in Israel, obviously, pick up a gun and as <laughs> Nicholson said, and stand a post. You know, if you really want to get into the thick of things, then pick up a gun. But I'm not advocating that. I don't think you should get into the thick of, thick of things. I think everybody should be trying to de-escalate and not protesting. Why? Because the Daily Mail is reporting FBI warns of Hamas copycat terror attacks on U.S. soil and urges public to watch out for lone actors amid a heightened environment of fear following the deaths of 1,200 Israel, Israelis. And so the Daily Mail inflames people by saying in the end of the headline, following the death of 1,200 Israelis. And the fact is this justifies the FBI. The FBI could very well carry out a terrorist attack themselves because that'll justify their existence and all this conflagration is for the simple aspect of distracting people from what is really happening in the news, which is Joe Biden is a criminal and we don't even need his pay for play schemes because now he's very likely to be indicted over the document seizure. And the fact is the document seizure and the pay for play are connected, it's espionage. He gets money for doing what? For having documents and sharing them. That's what he's getting money for, among other things. NBC News reports about 2,000 U.S. troops told to prepare for deployment in response to Israel-Hamas war. The troops wouldn't necessarily go into Israel or Gaza, but would likely be nearby just in case. Like that's not inflaming tensions. Barons, Biden to meet Abbas, uh, Egypt, Sisi, and Jordan King in Amman, says the White House. He has to do this now because he said he was going to visit Israel. Then the two carrier groups were moved uh, into the Red Sea and the Mediterranean. That's inflaming tension. So he's got to de-escalate a bit. So he's going to visit some of the Arab countries so there's not a wave of terrorist bombings in the United States and targeting Americans globally. Vice News reports SEC head, financial crash caused by AI nearly unavoidable. So here it is. As I stated earlier, once they let AI out of the bottle, that they're gonna blame AI for the coming problems, whether it's World War III or whether it is indeed um, uh World War III or a financial crash or whatever, it's gonna be lights out for everybody. Oh, I'm sorry, that was AI. And this is gonna happen very soon because they're, uh, Project 2030, 
Agenda 2030 is the start of the new world order. So what do we have? It's 2023 now, we're going into 2024, that only six years. So a financial crash, and then by the time they cobble everything together after a world war, um, so we don't have a lot of time. World wars in the past have lasted five years, six years. So we're at that time now. So when we're coming out of the third world war, we'll be in 2030. The head of the SEC said that without proper regulation, artificial intelligence market could lead to some economic crisis as soon as late 2020s. Really? Just in time for, what did I say? Just in time for 2030. AI could cause nearly unavoidable financial crisis if regulators cannot handle get a handle on it soon. Gary Gensler, whose daughter was a, is at the center of the FTX crisis. If you didn't know, his daughter is the ex-girlfriend of Sam Bankman-Fried, who was the child CEO of one of the biggest um, digital coin scams. Um, that was basically laundering money for the Democratic Party uh, through Ukraine. Um, so he says, <laughs> like he's not rigging things. AI is going to crash the economy. Well, we all know that that's going to, they're going to blame everything on AI. Oh, it was, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then all of a sudden, whoopsie, whoopsie, sorry. I mean, everybody's seen the uh, movie War Games, right? With Matthew Broderick and uh, Ali Sheedy. Um, basically they hack into a, a defense computer and it uh, initi initiates a war game um, that they think is real and, you know, that's the threat of nuclear war over a friggin' computer program. Axios reports the U.S. government's interest bill is skyrocketing. As we said, we're, we have a debt of, I think, $33 trillion, uh, which is unavoidable. And I said the interest we pay on that yearly is over $500 billion, $500 billion with a B dollars. Now, $500 billion could pay for a lot, but we're servicing debt with it. The U.S. government's uh, fiscal outlook has become markedly worse in the last couple of months. Thanks, Democrats, for all that spending. Not because of anything happening on Capitol Hill, but because of shifts in global bond markets, why it matters. Well, it doesn't really matter. The problem is the inflation and the debt. And the inflation and the debt is the problem. And why is there a debt? Now, I'm not, you know, protecting Trump from this too, is that the billions, but Biden is the one that caused most of the inflation because he borrowed money or had the government or the Fed print money that wasn't even needed. About $2 trillion wasn't even needed and is still held by Biden and his cronies, the US government. And a lot of it, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the money that was dispersed during COVID was stolen and scammed, probably by the supporters of Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden or the Democrats are just putting money out into the system to be scammed. Well, there are plenty of people that would vote for that. And those are the scammers, the grifters, the amount of graft. And you don't think Joe Biden's getting kickbacks? I mean, come on. Yeah, of, of course, if you're in, jar, in charge of, of fiscal policy and you're just going to spend money, well, you know that some of that money is going to come back to you. Moving into some other news, CNN politics, Trump does not have the right to say exactly what he pleases. Judge Chutkin says issuing gag order. Now this was a Monday gag order, 
But also there's been another gag order, Trump slapped with partial gag order in the federal January 6th case. Um, because the uh, gag order from Monday in the Chutkin case, I have I believe is the documents case. Or no, this is the same is this is the same one. Yeah, you can't keep it all straight. Whether it was the documents case, it was indeed the um January 6th case, because he was Trump was trying to subvert the election. Yeah, right. The election had been subverted, and he was trying to get an investigation into it. Now, what now that's one of the reasons is the fact is that the Trump cases aren't working it's that's garnering him support and not just uh detracting from his support but the main reason for the conflict in in the middle east is this and this is what i reported yesterday with uh mike turner new evidence may destroy biden's defense in his classified documents case and this is from jonathan turley if you don't know him he's a well well-heeled attorney. Uh, this month, the sudden appearance of a special counsel, Robert Hur, caused much of a stir as the Bigfoot suddenly appearing on Pen- Pennsylvania Avenue. Unlike his co- uh, counterpart, special counsel Jack Smith, who has been ag- aggressively prosecuting former President Donald Trump, Hur has virtually disappeared since his appointment to investigate President Joe Biden. Her surface to interview Biden over the possession of the classified documents, including some that go back to his time as U.S. Senator. Indeed, where she has no legal ability to remove documents as a senator. People don't understand that the only people that can remove classified documents are the president. And they alone have the overwhelming right to declassify basically whatever they want to. Um, the point is, is when did her interview Biden about the uh, possession of illegal documents? The same weekend Hamas launched the attack. I have, and this is Hurley because this is an opinion piece. I have referred to her as the neutron prosecutor, a special counsel with no possible charge under Justice Department policy, barring the indictment of a sitting president. If that was not enough of a problem, her may have a growing evidence that accounts offered by the White House over the discovery of documents false. The new evidence could prove transformative not only for the criminal, but the impeachment investigation of the president. This week, the House Oversight Committee released a new timeline on the discovery of classified documents in various locations associated with Biden. From the outset, many of us flag problems with the account that had been given by Biden who insisted that he had no knowledge or involvement in the removal or use of the documents or the photographing of said documents by a Chinese gardener. That's speculative. In other news, the Daily Beast reports Epstein victim who testified against Ghislaine Maxwell has died and her family wants answers. Carolyn Adrino Adriano, a victim of sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein, whose testimony was crucial to putting away his accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, has died. There was no obituary or funeral service after she died earlier this year, and police in West Palm Beach, Florida, opened an investigation into her death. After the Daily Beast reached out for comment, the police spokesman told us that the investigation was concluding that Carolyn died of an accidental overdose. How convenient! And if you've ever seen the movie Michael Clayton, there is a little segment in there to show you how to dispose of somebody 
from an from an overdose. It's not hard to do, especially if you have the wherewithal of the deep state, which Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, their clientele, have many ways of getting rid of problems. And this is just a Daily Beast article. Epstein victim who testified testified against Ghislaine Maxwell has died. From CBS News in Philadelphia, new polls suggest President Biden may have Pennsylvania problem for 2024. He is more than that. President Joe Biden made another visit to Philadelphia on Friday, a place that comes to frequently, a state that's vital to his re-election in 2024. But with just under 13 months into the presidential race, new polling shows the president has a Pennsylvania problem. He has more than that. He's a document problem. Because as I said earlier, when, when the House Oversight Committee links the documents to the pay-for-play, oh, all of a sudden you have espionage. (laughs) You put China in there. All they need to do is, and I don't know how they would do this, find out if China's in possession. And I think there was some early evidence that, that China or somebody, or I think it was Hunter Biden, had classified documents in an email to his Chinese counterpart. I think that evidence does exist. Washington Post uh, reports a trans woman joined a sorority, then her new sisters turned on it. Many people um, know about this story. Basically, the trans woman, basically a dude, was, excuse me, was foisted upon the sorority. They didn't really want him there because his presence, her presence, made them uncomfortable. So they didn't want him there. They never wanted him there. And now the Washington Post um, is saying that, you know, it's a mischaracterization as propaganda often does. They turned on her. They didn't welcome her and then turned on her. They never wanted her there in the first place. Now they're just becoming more vocal about it is because they're saying this fat dude is walking around naked in the sorority. So it's one thing of, of accepting people but then they, when they, after you accept them, they flaunt whatever it is they want to flaunt uh, that makes you uncomfortable, especially that that's a form of sexual abuse. If you walk around naked, uh, you, you know, with, with others that aren't your sex. So Fox News is reporting Republicans flipped Democrat held Louisiana governor seat in the first major context. Contest ahead of the 2024 elections, Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry will replace term-limited Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards. Also, the mayor of New Orleans, who was a Democrat, uh, I think was elected, uh, the, new go- uh, the new mayor there was elected as a Republican. I might be, I might be recalling that incorrectly. Is that it for today? I think it is. That's it for me today, this Tuesday, October 27th. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. Follow me on social media, X, Facebook, Get Our Minds. True Social and the audio version is on Substack. Or you can find audio version on my website, rudisrevelation.com. Also check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism, the way out of tyranny. And also don't forget, you are under attack. 
psychologically, biologically, you need to fight this every day, particularly the propaganda coming out of the mainstream media, but also biologically uh, with a clean diet. You know, don't take pharmaceuticals and don't eat processed food and make sure you know what ingredients you're ingesting every day. Um, you know, household cleaning products. You need to stay away from dangerous chemicals um, and endocrine disruptors. You know, they're endocrine, you know, BPA in plastics. Uh, they're endocrine disruptors in everything. If you use weed killer or anything that contains atrazine, because they don't talk about it as weed killer. They say it's, it's pesticide. The pest is, er, the pest are, are weeds, so it's really herbicide that's leaching into the water supply. Not only that, uh, that's leaching into the water supply, but pharmaceuticals who have a, an array of different effects on your body. Um, so don't drink tap water, you should filter your water, you should drink uh, spring water, um, or get your own filter. Um, also, fluoride is not good for you. So that's it for me today. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, stay tuned for uh, episode of Tuesdays with Perry. I'm gonna try to get him on the line later tonight. Uh, it'll be very late tonight uh, because I have something to do this afternoon. Uh, if not, uh, if not, rejoin me tomorrow, Wednesday, for Rudy's Revelation. Finding revelation in the news and media. Media. See you tomorrow. Rudy's Revelation. This is a conspiracy. The New World Order. You're the big man, I think.